You are listening to Beltway Beef, official commentary from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. My name is Ed Frank. I am the Director of Policy Communications for NCBA. And joining us this week is Ethan Lane, the Executive Director of NCBA's Federal Lands and the Public Lands Council. Ethan, thanks for joining us. Always great to be with you, Ed. Well, we are here in Elko, Nevada. We're at the Nevada Cattlemen's Association Convention and Trade Show. Uh, but yesterday we were in Salt Lake City, Utah, where, of course, President Trump was there on hand at the state capitol, and he announced the reduction in size of two national monuments. Can you talk a little bit about what he announced yesterday and what it's going to mean for ranchers and the people who live in local communities near those monuments? Of course. Well, you know, this is really the culmination of several years' worth of effort by uh, both NCBA and the Public Lands Council to bring a little bit of sanity to the Antiquities Act process and its abuse by previous presidents. Uh, primarily President Obama, since those are some of the monuments we've seen most recently, but going really all the way back to the Clinton administration with the creation of the uh, Grand Staircase Escalante Monument, 1.9 million acres. So the president taking this action uh, this week really does start to show the uh, kind of you know, walking the walk portion of this presidency, so to speak. We're, we're seeing some actual reductions that are going to result in ranchers getting those animal unit months back that they've lost in those areas. Uh, since 1996, when that Escalante Grand Staircase was designated, we've seen conservatively a 40% reduction in grazing within that monument, um, and by some estimates even higher than that. 60 schools have closed. We've seen a dramatic impact to the agricultural base in that community, and we were headed toward the same thing with Bears Ears, which was designated at the end of the last administration. So the, the bottom line for ranchers is this is a real win for Western communities that have been begging for someone to take action to, to relieve the pressure from these monuments in the West. Yeah, and, you know, those of us who grew up in the East and live in the East aren't really that familiar with the land use issues that, that so many people deal with here out West. Um, and I was down in Monticello, Utah this weekend, and on Saturday there was a big rally down there. It's a town with a population of about 2,000, probably about 10 to 15 percent of the town was out for a rally thanking President Trump and Secretary Zinke for taking this action. And then we went down and we talked to a couple of ranchers who actually have um, uh, grazing land inside Bears Ears, uh, Gail and Sandy Johnson, and, and Sandy Johnson was working on his bulldozer to get silt out of a reservoir because the rains come down those big red rocks and they fill up the reservoirs with silt, and if you don't clean them out, you don't have water. And if you don't have water, you don't have cattle, you don't have wildlife. And so that's something that he may not be able to do if, if, if that land is a national monument. So it is an issue that really impacts people, and I was, I was very, really honored to be able to see that firsthand. So what's next on this issue? I know that I was in Salt Lake City yesterday, and environmental groups were rallying, and they filed a lawsuit as soon as the president uh, made his announcement. How are the, the lawsuits looking? How do you think those are going to turn out? And are we expecting any more uh, monuments reductions around the country? Well, you know, in some respects, this really is a David and Goliath story. Uh, the environmental community is backed on this issue by some absolute deep pockets organizations like Patagonia, Keen Shoes, the Outdoor Industry Association. Um, they've really put their label on this whole process. And, you know, you went to that rally in Monticello and, and, and you went to one in, in Salt Lake, too. And it's amazing. You can spot the difference between the protesters pretty easily because the people in support of the monument show up 
off on buses and they're wearing pre-printed t-shirts provided generously by Patagonia and people that are opposed to them are pretty busy in the local community trying to keep their economy going. So, you know, they stay a little closer to home and really push back on these. But uh, the next step in this process is is now we have this report coming out from the uh, from the president and the secretary uh, advising next steps on a variety of other monuments. We're going to see him most likely take action in Oregon next on the Cascade Siskiyou Monument. Um, we also have seen uh, uh, some indications that perhaps some monuments in Nevada like Gold Butte could be addressed. Uh, and even all the way on the east coast in Maine with Catadon Woods, um, which is kind of a, a unique monument creation since it started as a private land donation. Um, so they're looking at a range of these monuments. And I would also speculate that we'll see some action on some of these sea, uh, sea monuments, both in the Atlantic and Pacific, before this whole thing is over. Okay, and I mean, ultimately, there has to be a better way to do this. We don't want to have a Democratic president dramatically expand monuments every four years and then a Republican come in. That's, that's really not good for anybody involved. How do we fix this long term so that we don't have presidents just sort of unilaterally changing the borders every four years? Well, it, it, you know, it's an insane process. And, and the, the problem with it is really just how vague the Antiquities Act is. It's about 400 words long. Um, it says, and, it, and, and everyone listening to this program has heard us talk about this at one time or another, it says that the, the president is to preserve the smallest area needed to preserve the objects in question. So there's a few things there. First, smallest area is pretty interpretive and, and it's subjective. And, and, and two, um, objects is a key word in that in that phrase. Uh, the secretary goes into that in his report to the president that was released today um, and, and, and talks about the fact that, that, uh, that, that the uh, previous presidents that have used this act incorrectly have really been pretty fast and loose with their definition of an object. Uh, in the case of Cascade Siskiyou, the object in question was biodiversity. Um, now, I, I struggled to, to understand how that is an object, um, and, and yet they were able to use that authority to expand that monument and put five ranchers out of business. So, uh, you know, it, when we talk about um, bringing this, some, some sanity to this process, we have legislation on both the House side and the Senate side to, to do just that. Uh, Chairman Rob Bishop from Utah in his Natural Resources Committee has very recently um, uh, introduced a bill that would that would kind of have a graduated scale of, of public input and requirements as the size of a monument grows uh, beyond sort of 5,000 acres. That's sort of the benchmark that people have used. Under 5,000 acres, you know, then you're talking Mesa Verde, uh, some of these kind of iconic places that really needed to be preserved quickly. Um, but if you start getting into 10,000 acres, 50, 80,000, uh, under Chairman Bishop's scenario, that would, that would require the president to engage the public more. It would require more local sign-off. It would require more analysis. Um, and that just seems like common sense to, to any of us that are from these areas that are subject to these designations and have to live with the aftermath of them. Okay, Ethan Lane, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on a lot of great work. This is a big victory for NCBA and PLC and uh, safe travels back to D.C. You too. We'll see you later. Thanks, Ed. You've been listening to Beltway Beef. Until next week, eat beef and check us out online at beefusa.org and at Beltway Beef on Twitter. Thanks for listening.